Okay, so the word that I have for you today is about forgiveness. Now, um, this is a powerful word, and if we can embrace this message, it can really give life to us. Um, sin came into the world through Adam, and death came in as a result of sin. So when, when the word of forgiveness comes to us and that um, any manifestation of, of that is removed from our lives, which is what forgiveness does, it removes, um, it removes any self-condemnation, it removes sin, the effect of sin, all of it. Um, that is the power of the message. It's the power um, of the gospel. gospel. Firstly, if you get born again, but then also... Uh, like if you get born again, the old nature dies and you become a new creation. But also when you actually believe and hear and believe the message of forgiveness, when you take communion, when you meditate on the cross, when you hear the gospel like you're hearing this message, what happens is the blood cleanses your conscience and it literally ministers life to you. So the very uh source of death is is removed from your life so you can find that in romans 5 let me just find it here um romans 5 romans 5 speaks along this wise it says romans 5 verse 17 says the following for if because of one man's trespass death reigned through that one much more surely will those who receive God's overflowing grace and the free gift of righteousness reign as kings in life through one man, Jesus Christ. I just want to read the brackets. The free gift of righteousness, putting them into right standing with himself. So um, that's what it, what it says. It says here, in verse 12, what I quoted earlier, it says, Therefore, as sin came into the world through one man, and death as the result of sin, so death spread to all men, uh, because all men sinned. Okay, so sin came into the world through one man. But it says, uh, in verse 15, But God's free gift is not at all to be compared to the trespass. For many died through one man's falling away, much more profusely that God's grace and the free gift that comes through the undeserved favor of the one man Jesus Christ abound to many. Uh, and then it goes on, nor is that free gift at all to be compared to the effect of that one man's sin. So um, for where the sentence of one man, following the trespass of one man, brought condemnation, whereas the free gift following many transgressions brings justification an act of righteousness so um so the gift of god a free gift brings right it brings justification so the um the sin brought death the free gift or sin brought the condemnation and the condemnation brought death and then the free gift brings justification so the forgiveness removes the very source of the death, um, which was is there because of sin. Now you can see that in 1 Corinthians 15, verse, I think it's around 40, no, 50, 
5. It says, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? Now sin is the sting of death, and sin exercises its power through the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory, making us conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. So in ex sin exercises its power upon the soul. So the, um, the sin is the sting of death. So that's the thing that death uses to minister itself to you. And sin exercises its power upon the soul through the law. So sin, uh, well, you can look at Romans 7 for that too. Sin uses the law as a weapon. And so the word of forgiveness um, removes the veil of the law. So let me find it here. Uh, Romans um, well, 7 verse 6, it says, But now we are discharged from the law um, and have terminated all intercourse with it, having died to what once restrained and held us captive. So we serve not under the old code of written regulations, but under obedience to the promptings of the Spirit in the newness of life. Okay, so we are not under the law, we're under grace. It says, verse 8, um, but sin, finding opportunity in the commandment, got a hold of me and stimulated, aroused, aroused and stimulated all kinds of forbidden desires, for without the law, sin is dead. Okay, so the, the law uses sin as a weapon. Ah, sin uses the law as a weapon. Uh, it uses condemnation. Now, when you hear the word of forgiveness, the veil of the law is taken away. And that's 2 Corinthians 3. It says in verse 16, But whenever a person turns in repentance to the Lord, the veil is stripped off and taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And all of us, as with unveiled face, continue to behold in the Word of God, as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are constantly being transfigured into His very own image, in ever increasing splendor, and from one degree of glory to another, for this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So the Lord is Spirit, and when when He reveals Himself to us, when we see His glory, when we turn to the Lord, the Lord which is the Spirit, the veil is taken away, the veil of the law, and the message that the Spirit ministers to us is what Jesus did for us on the cross. It's the word of forgiveness. And so the the word of forgiveness in itself carries power. Um, Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation. So that you will find in Romans 1 verse 16. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is God's, the gospel of Christ, for it is God's power working unto salvation. To everyone who believes with a uh, with a personal trust and confidence, surrender and firm reliance to the Jew first, and also the, to, to the Greek, for in the gospel a righteousness which God ascribes is revealed, both springing from faith and leading to faith. As it is written, the man who through faith is just and upright shall live and shall live by faith. So... Um, the word was preached to the Jews first, and they rejected it, and um, it was also then preached to the Gentiles.
So, um, but the because they were heirs of the covenant, it, the word was first preached to them, and then it went out to the Gentiles. And now it is for whoever believes. So there is no distinction between Jew and Greek anymore. We are a complete new man in Christ. So we get born again out of the natural into the spiritual. So we uh, do not relate to God according to a natural heritage any, anymore. So um, now there is no distinction in Christ. So the Jews need to believe the gospel just as much as the Gentiles need to believe the gospel and to be saved. Um, otherwise, they, are, they haven't received salvation. They're condemned. John 3 verse 16 uh, whoever believes, well, God sent His Son into the world, so whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Okay, so um, so when it comes to forgiveness, forgiveness carries power. The word of forgiveness. So just you listening to this is actually just changing your life. Me preaching this is changing my life. So let me see here. It says in Ephesians 1, Verse 7, it says, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the remission, forgiveness of our offenses, in accordance with the riches and the generosity of His gracious favor, which He lavished upon us in every kind of wisdom and understanding, making known to us the mystery of His will. And then he continues. But it says here, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the remission, forgiveness of our offenses in accordance with the riches and generosity of His gracious favor. So we have forgiveness. Forgiveness comes through the cross. Um, if you look at Ephesians 4 verse 32, it says, And become useful and helpful and kind to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, loving-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you so um, so again we see the the heart of God us receiving the word of forgiveness actually overflows into forgiveness for others let me find it here um, in Colossians 2 in verse 14 it says having cancelled and blotted out and wiped away the handwriting of the note with its legal decrees and demands, which was in force and stood against us. Um, this he set aside and cleared completely out of our way by nailing it to the cross. Okay, So the law, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the condemnation expressed in the law, everything was nailed to the cross. And now um, we have freedom in Christ. Now it says, verse 15, God disarmed the principalities and powers that were ranged against us. And made a bold display and public example of them in triumphing over them in him and in it, the cross. Okay, so through the word of forgiveness, he, he, a few verses before that, he says, He forgave our sins. He says, God disarmed the principalities and powers by completely fulfilling the law uh, and satisfying all the demands of the law with his blood. So now we have right standing with God through faith. And so whoever believes is not condemned. So that is powerful. So that's the word of forgiveness. If you, um, we need to place more value 
we need to place more weight on the blood of Jesus than our sin. Uh, we don't, your sin isn't more, it isn't so bad that it cannot be washed away with the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus weighs more than your sin. Whatever you've done wrong, whatever you're thinking of, the blood of Jesus weighs more. And so when you hear this word, like right now, I declare freedom in your heart and your mind from all condemnation and self-accusation. Yeah, self I declare you free and forgiven in Jesus' name. You are forgiven in Jesus' name. And I speak the grace of God over you, that you will really receive the abundance of grace. Amen. So yeah, when you hear something like that, there is a, a release that comes in your soul. And that release brings you to a place of fellowship with the Father. And that fellowship is eternal life. So when you are having fellowship with Jesus, you are enjoying eternal life. And so I declare over you today that your sins are forgiven, that there is no condemnation for you, that God has Throw your sins in a sea of forgetfulness. <laughs> he has washed you away with His blood. And He makes you whole. And that is if you have received Jesus. Um, he paid the price for you if you haven't received Him yet. But you need to receive Him for this to apply to your life. For the blood of Jesus to be applied to your life. So if you want that, let me just, um, let's, let's just pray together. Just say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Forgive all of my sins. Wash me clean with your blood and give me eternal life in Jesus' name and fill me, baptize me with your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so I pray that, that you'll be baptized in the Holy Spirit. So that's actually something we can add to this. We go to Acts. In the book of Acts chapter 13, it says, verse 38, So let it be clearly known and understood by you, brethren, that through this man forgiveness and removal of sins is now proclaimed to you, and that through him everyone who believes, who acknowledges Jesus as his Savior and devotes himself to him, is absolved, cleared, and freed from every charge, from which he could not be justified and freed by the law of Moses and given right standing with God. So whoever believes, um, so he must believe, but then now that you've believed, you are freed from anything that the law could hold against you. That the note with the legal decrees and demands which, which stood against you. If you see in Acts 10, it says the following. Um, this is Peter preaching for the first time to the Gentiles, to Cornelius and his household. It's, it, he tells this whole, you know, the whole message about, he speaks about Jesus, and then he says, verse 43, to him all the prophets testify. So if you read the word, if you read the Old Testament, the prophets testifies about Jesus. So you can find Jesus in the word. It says, to him all the prophets testify that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still speaking these words, 
the Holy Spirit fell on all who were listening to the message. So Peter is preaching the gospel. Peter is preaching about Jesus and he gets to a point where he preaches and he, he declares the forgiveness of sins. And so as they hear this message of forgiveness, as they hear who Jesus is, what he, what he did on the cross, well, yeah, as they hear who, who he was and the price that he paid, the forgiveness, the, as they hear that message, the Holy Spirit is poured out. And so as you hear this message, the Holy Spirit is being poured out. The Holy Spirit is very present and poured out and testifies to the message of forgiveness. The word of forgiveness carries the power of the Spirit. It carries the Spirit Himself. When you hear the word under the influence of the Spirit, and preached under the influence of the Spirit, or the, the Lord speaking to you, you know, through the Spirit, the... The picture you can have is that the words in themselves carry the very anointing of Jesus. And so you're not listening for an intellectual message. You're listening for a message that carries the very words of Jesus himself. And the, 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 the living word, the very presence of Jesus. And those words, are, it's those words that hit your heart and it's like opens up to you and you just come alive. It's revelation. And yeah, so, but also it's power. And so when you preach and hear the word of forgiveness, power is released. And that forgiveness brings a release in your conscience and it brings fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Okay, so I hope this word blessed you. I pray that the blood of Jesus will just purge your conscience from any trace of condemnation and offense, any, uh, anything you might be holding against anything else. Uh, anyone else because the forgiveness is for for other people as much as it is for you so i pray for that the blood of jesus to remove all judgment and condemnation from your life so that you will have a clear conscience and experience his grace in jesus name amen